Rock mission. The mission of the Rock and the revolution of the church is to provide leadership and spiritual guidance to a body of people dedicated to character, courage, and commitment through a connection with God. We seek to throw out the fear, doubt, and shame that our people have experienced as African Americans and people of color in the eyes of oppression. We seek to uplift, encourage, and provide a base to build self, family, community, our nation, and the world. Black vision to create unprecedented opportunity for people to connect with, grow with, and experience that on a personal communal name and eventually global level. We seek to break down the old barriers, caste systems, and financial divisions that have created false senses of superiority. We seek to spread the message of God as it was when God gave it to our ancestors. Great news. We believe that this will liberate all those still in the bondage of the minds of spiritual change. Well, we would like to welcome you to the Rock Church. The Rock Church stands again for revolution of church, where we pray that God resurrect change and evolve your mind to a higher place to seek your purpose. We accept all of those open to worship and pray with us and serve God. We are a Bible-based looking circle, but we know that the Bible is only the basis. We encourage each of you to create a relationship with God, therefore experience God on a personal, unique level in your life. You are welcome to our family. I say, what they did for me. I sure. Sure. The Rock Church was founded in 2019 on the first book and scripture reference of Jesus speaking to the disciple Peter. His name also changed to mean Rock. Jesus entered into the city of Philippi that was teaching about the identity of God in the pride of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But specifically on this part of Son, Jesus did that at one time in Barjona had been given a holy revelation of who Jesus was. And that is the Son of the Living is God. The Son of the Living God. We as children of God use this as a basis to build relationship and religion or our practices of faith over our lifetime. In Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, Jesus claims both that upon this rock, meaning the word of God in him, will I build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. In verse 19, Jesus goes on to declare, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever that shall lose on her shall be lost in heaven. This gives us the power to unlock and operate in strength and confidence as God is for our shield and sword. Our strength is in the Alright. Next up, Joshua, let's go. Psalm 316 For God so loved the world that you gave his breath and pollution. That whoever didn't live in him is not Christ, but have everlasting life. Everlasting life. All right, I share. Awesome job. Go ahead, man. Okay. Okay. Chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. I guess it's been the international. Um, I will stand in my watch and say to myself on the red heart, I will look to see what he will say to me, and what answer I am to give to this complaint. 
And this is the Lord's answer. Um, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to be more And it's going to be And the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it fade on tablets so that Herod may burn with it. For the revelation will be at the time. It speaks of the end and will not be false. Don't linger. Wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. See, the enemy is puffed up. His desires are not upright, but the righteous person will live by his faith. Okay. That's it. Great job. Great job. Great job. Awesome. 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 Okay, let me just. You are welcome. And. You have that scripture now. We're going to go ahead and do our prayer. If you would, go ahead and bow your heads, close your eyes for reference and focus on God. God, maker of heaven and earth, we bow these ashes in time to you. Resubmitting those gifts that you've given us for this brief period of time that we call life. We give you glory, honor, and praise for waking us up this morning. Giving us life and putting the brand new purpose, promise, and plan in our lives. We thank you for traveling mercies and grace. But God, most of all, we thank you for a message in the midst of our mess. We declare that everything that you've given us, that we will receive and more. And all that you have for us, God. God, we enlarge our we ask that you enlarge our territories and give us the wisdom and prudence to maintain and excel. God, cover our children from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. And let no hurt, harm, or danger come to them. We cancel every weapon that has been formed against them. And we declare that none of them shall prosper. We stand on the promises that you've given our forefathers and mothers before we were born about our lives. Give us the patience to understand that everything that you're doing for us is for our good. And so that you will get the ultimate glory, honor, and praise. We declare that sickness, disease, and all manner of ailment healed right now under the authority of Christ that you've given us as children of God. We pray for a fresh anointing and that the scripture be daily bread and nourishment for our souls. In God's name we pray, Ashay. But then it is so. Ashay and Ashay. But then it is so. Our scripture today comes from Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 through 25. That's Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 through 25. One last time, Daniel chapter 3, verses 19 through 25. Will you have it? Say I shall. All those that are able, please stand for the reverence in the reading of God's Word. Did I hear y'all say Ashe over there? Y'all already got it? Um, yes, sir. I thought you heard what I said Ashe earlier. Ashe. I was talking. <laughs> All right. Thank you. 
And the scripture reads thus. We're going back to the old school way of doing things. There was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury. And the form of his visage was changed. After Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was. Want to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down, bound in the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in his haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. Verse 25 wraps it up like this. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. The Word of God for the people of God. Everybody say praise be to God. I share you may be seated in the presence of God. For tonight, I want to use for a highlighted topic, fired up for God. As fired up for God. One last time for completion, fired up for God. In this particular scripture, we see that there are three Hebrew men who refuse to bow down to the statue of King Nebuchadnezzar. And as it is custom, or uh, the decree of the king was that whoever does not bow down to this particular structure will be burned in the fire. And because these men were so adamant about refusing to bow down, they told the men to heat up the fire seven times more. And even those mighty men of King Nebuchadnezzar's army were burned by the fire. And Nebuchadnezzar looks on and says, didn't we throw three men in there? And the, the counselor said, yes, we threw three men in there. But Nebuchadnezzar says, hold on, I see a fourth one. And the fourth one is like the Son of God. What I want to highlight tonight, being fired up for God in the particular society that we live in, we understand that people are asking us to bow down to things and money and houses and cars. 
And that's exactly what's going on here. But these men refuse. And they say, there's only one God for us. And we're not going to upset God by serving what you think we should serve. Y'all, this is a test for us as Christians or believers or spiritual people, whatever you want to call yourself, each and every day when we go out into a world where we go on to jobs and we do business and we look at things and they tell us to separate our faith from where we work. But then they say, pledge allegiance to the flag. Pledge allegiance to this company. Give your oath if you're in the military. But here, we clearly understand that there should be no other God but God. And anytime we bow down to anything but God, then we make God angry. But what I come to tell you is that we should be fired up for God. Now these men were literally thrown in the fire. And sometimes figuratively or emotionally, we may feel like we're going through fire. We feel like we're always putting out fires. I told you someone today, every time I work, I feel like I'm putting out fires, but I'm also doing other stuff and just doing my regular job. And what does that mean that we're putting out fires and we're going through fire? It means that we're under extreme pressure. That's all fire is, extreme pressure. What it does is presses down. It creates um, an atmosphere where the thing needs to be purified and simplified. And that's what happened here. These people, their faith was purified in that fire. And the fact that God was in the fire with him tells us even more of a character of the God that we serve. I don't want no God that's going to leave me as soon as I get in trouble. As soon as I go through something, that God disappears. That's what happens when you bow down to manly created things. That thing gets destroyed or, or uh, it's reestablished in some kind of way or it, it's taken over by some other people. That's what's happening in Afghanistan right now. But the Bible here says that these people stood still on the word of God knowing that if God took them, God would take them. But either way, that they would be sacrifices for God. 1 Corinthians 15, 31 tells us that we should die daily to ourselves and become sacrificed daily. That means that our own selfish desires, our own selfish wills, we have to die to those daily. And it should be a willing sacrifice. Just like these men were. They were willing to go through fire just for God. And God in turn required or uh, allowed them to be fired up. And so I can imagine when they came out of this, and it says this even in the uh, latter part of the scripture that they came out, and not a hair was singed on their body, which tells me that we'll go through that fire or that pressure, we'll be purified, we'll be taken to our limits, but God won't allow it to burn us or consume us. And that's so important. As believers that we know that we serve a God that won't allow us to be consumed. Yes, we're going to feel the fire. Yes, we're going to feel the heat. Yes, we're going to feel the pressure. But that pressure is building um, what's called our, our strength, our faith, our will, our belief. And we're able to go higher and higher with God. After this, 
these men were looked at as, as servants of God and even the religion changed in that nation and all over because of their faith. And it says we have to serve a God that, that you serve, that took you through this fire and allowed you to come through unburdened, untouched. Y'all, that's my testimony. I've been through the fire. I've been through flames. I've been through the depression. And I heard a saying say that pressure is either going to build you a bus pipes, but pressure also creates diamonds, which is considered one of the hardest substances on earth. So that means when you get through with this situation and dealing with what you're dealing with, you'll be fired up and be able to go out there and help somebody else going through a similar situation. I want you to be encouraged today and be fired up for God. Not just a little bit, not just a little smoking, not just a little something, but be on fire for God. This is where God wants us to be in the place where we're in the midst of it. And people say, uh, see that we've been through the trenches and we've been through everything that's going on. But God now is calling you to be an example, to be a precious stone, to be a lighthouse for people that are coming through and say, if he made it, if he was cold first, if he was dirt first, if he was this, that's all coal is, it's, it's just dirt. But then pressed together and put through all of the processes under the earth, it comes out as a diamond. They have the same exact chemical structures and bonds. It's all made out of carbon. But the difference is that process that the diamond goes through. And so be encouraged tonight that even though you go through those things, even though you're dealing with all of this these issues at work and at home and legal situations and everything else. That God is pressing and pushing you and taking you through a process that you'll be purified in the end. I believe in my heart of hearts that whoever's listening to this situation, listening to this message, listening to this word of God right now, maybe in an area that's tight, Maybe in an area that's full of pressure or fire, but God is going to bring you through. Be encouraged, beloved, that the God that started the work on you is going to finish that work until it's done. And when it's done, you come out whole wanting nothing. Your patience will be better. Your level of discomfort will be higher. When people come against you with foolishness, you'll be able to encourage others and say, I can ignore this now. Before my temper was so bad that I couldn't get a job, I couldn't keep a job because I was always quitting. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Ain't nobody going to do this. Ain't nobody going to treat me like this. But I'm glad that God took me through that process. Now I'm able to absorb more. Now I'm able to, to take more. And because of being Trusting God through this process. Now I'm able to take on bigger roles. Now God is entrusting me with more. Wow. I wish somebody would get that. 
Because if you just get a little fire under you and you get fired up and then fire back, that's not what God always wants us to do. That's the, the, the mind of young people that, oh, I always got to do this back. Oh, I always got to get my get back. No, God is going to take care of them. What you have to do is stay focused on the mission because their mission is to distract you. Their mission is to cause you to praise something else, to worry about something else, to feel what God has already told you, to doubt what God has given you in your spirit. But I wish somebody would get that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in there. And that wasn't even their real names. Uh, their real names were uh, Mishael, Azariah, and one more... <laughs> That I can't, it's not coming to my mind right now. But y'all, get the spirit of them. Them that knew the consequences of serving God. And yet decided to serve God anyway. I'm going to trust you anyhow, God. I'm going to follow you despite with the world say the consequences are. Right now we're being pushed to take a vaccine. That's not even 100% sure to protect us. And we may lose our jobs because of this. Our livelihood, our houses, whatever. But how many of us will stand up and say, I trust God? I trust God, what God has told me. I'm not going to bow down to this statue. I'm not going to bow down to this flag. I'm not going to bow down to these principles. I'm not going to bow down to anything that's not God. And whatever the consequences may be, I'll take those. These men said that. And guess what? God went into the fire with them. Covered them. Made sure that they were safe. That's what God does. God is a, a rock. A standard. A hiding place where we go through things. Mm. I wish somebody would get in their, their spirit that God will allow you to be surrounded, perplexed, in despair, but not persecuted or forsaken. God will never leave us nor forsake us. I, I wish somebody would get that in their spirit to begin to trust God. To begin to walk in faith. Faith is a bridge that takes us from the things that we can see to the things that we can't see. It's also a shield. A weapon. And what do we return to the word of God? A word will I hide in my heart that I might not sin against you. God, let your word be a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. What we really need to understand here and what this message is saying that despite what's going on in the world around us, we need to trust God, honor God, obey God, build a relationship with God so we know when to go left and when to go right. That's always been my prayer for discernment. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego discerned that this, is what, this wasn't for them. They had to stand up. They had to go against the whole system. Said so every time you hear this psalter, every time you hear this horn, every time you hear these things, bow down. And if not, there's going to be problems. They heat the, the thing up seven more times. Just for them. 
got the mightiest men just for them, just for these three Hebrew men, who are supposed to be weaker in substance, who are supposed to be subservient. But God made them again great. We've been talking about that all month. Those people that are at the bottom, are seemingly at the bottom of the caste system, seemingly at the bottom of the rung, beggars, prostitutes, adulterers, alcoholics. Understanding? And taking those people and making those very people great. Paul was, again, a crucifier of Christians. God changed his life on that encounter. In this encounter right here, these men were changed. Their lives were never the same. And it's because of their faith that they endured fire. They got fired up for God and therefore were able to transform a whole nation. Get fired up for God. Change the nation, change the world, change the people around. We're, we're not supposed to conform. The Bible says, be ye not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Our mind should be renewed by the things that God has been already telling us and putting into our lives. All we have to be is faithful and consistent and say, God, I trust you. Even if the things like happen that happened to Job, though God slay me, yet will I trust God. Yet will I follow God. Yet will I honor those things that God has placed inside of me. We talked about this in the moment of motivation where those things inside of you are God's purpose for you is going to motivate your will to win. These men had a will to win. And despite the odds and what everybody else told them, bow down or else, these men stood that test and became greater in God. If you're not shouting right now, I don't know what's going on. But I just want to conclude, uh, close with the fact that they had a relationship with God. They didn't have a religion. They didn't see God on television or as a televangelist or God at some big concert. But they experienced God on a personal level. And God became real to them. And therefore, when they got into a real situation, they had a real God to back them up. Not a statue, not beads, not chakras, not pearls, not anything. They had a real God that showed up in a real situation and in a real way. My God. And it was through the promise and the covenant of God that these men understood that if God did it for my ancestors, if God did it for mom and them, if God did it for grandpa and them, God could do it for me. So God, I trust you with my life, with everything that I have. Mm. I promise you that the covenant that God has will ultimately lead to consecration and sometimes a process of fire and pressure. It will also carry us and sustain us 
and take us to a different level. Someone under the sound of my voice needs to be fired up or taken through that process to become whole in God and reinserted into life in the form of resurrection and experiencing the power of God. But it's not until God shows up that the timing is perfect. These men were already in the fire when Jesus showed up. But God had to know that they were willing. And so that timing became perfect for this thing to happen. I want to encourage you that no situation is beyond God's help or repair of the mercy of God. We just can't be afraid of the crowd. We can't be afraid of the decrees. We can't be afraid of the president, the king, whoever's in charge. We can't be afraid of them and what they are saying. They literally told on this, these men and literally wanted them to die. But Jesus showed up in the midst of the fire and the power of God's words hushed the haters. The atmosphere shifted and desolation of death became the determination of life still to be had. God is commanding some of you to take off the ashes and the sackcloth of mourning because your child, your life, your career, your relationship or whatever you've been praying for is not done. It's not over. It's only waiting for God to get the glory and honor and encourage others in the same situation. Just be still and know that God is working for you. And if God did it before, I love this, God can do it again. If you're out there lost, wondering what this relationship or revolution is, I want to pray with you. Even if you've experienced church hurt or being blackballed, I want to pray with you. Or even if you're saying, Joel, I've been in church all of my life, or I don't believe in God, or whatever your situation may be, I want to pray with you. And if you're led to do so, repeat this prayer after me. Say, God, I want to ask you to come into my heart right now. God change me. Mold me. Transform me. Most of all, I'm asking for forgiveness and a new life. God help me to stay rooted and grounded in your word. And grounded in your word. And those things that you have for me. And those things that you have for me. God, I believe that Jesus. Bled. Died and rose for my sins. I believe that you have. I believe that you have. Now given me. Now give it me. The power to live more abundantly. The power to live. More abundantly. More abundantly. 
More abundantly. I pray that you. I pray that you develop me. Develop me. And help me to unite. And help me to unite. With those bound. With those bound. By the same purpose. By the same purpose. Help me to overcome. Help me to overcome. Temptation. Temptation. And be liberated by truth. And then be liberated by truth. In God's name I pray. In God's name I pray. I shame. I shame. I shame. I shame. And I shame. And I shame. With that prayer and faith, today you have been redeemed and made whole in God's eyes. Rejoice. Let us end this with corporate prayer. Everybody under the sound of my voice, I want you to touch and agree with someone or even just raise your hands if you're by yourself. Please close your eyes and bow your head to focus and show reverence. God, we don't declare that we have all the answers. And there are still so many out there being hurt and murdered. But we can stand on the firm fact that your word has not come back void in 2021 years. So it won't start now. We pray for the families that are dealing with hurricanes, power outages, and food shortages, the murders of loved ones by the hands of police and government. We thank you for the comfort of Holy Ghost and the love of our brothers and sisters on social networks and offline. We look forward to the dawn of a new day and a new life that you've provided us through faith. We declare peace in our homes, our minds, our spirits, and in our country. God, we no longer fear death. For in accepting you as our Savior, we have shared the unknown fear of death and rose with all power. We have gathered in this place to commit to change through realignment, recommitment, and reinsertion of ourselves back into the lives of our family members and communities. We lose financial knowledge, wealth, and responsibility to reinvest. We buy ignorance, racism, death, and violence from police for our own brothers and sisters. We release the healing of hurting families, lost fathers and mothers, and this COVID-19 virus. We buy this pandemic and the chaos cause through you, God, the source of our strength and our redeemer. In God's name we pray. I shame, I shame, and I shame. But well, it is. But well, it is. Connect with us and join us for more inspiration. If you need prayer, join with us. We work with counselors and other resources to help you to get through. I love you and I speak life, health, and greatness in your future. Have a phenomenal week, family.